0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Pivot of Change. I'm so happy that you're listening today. And the subject I really want to talk to you about today and really want to dive deep into is anger. And anger is an emotion and that we all experience and that we all feel. And what what has been my own experience with anger is that I suppressed it for a very, very long time because I felt really uncomfortable expressing it so as I was actually someone that suppressed uh, my anger a lot and I can still kind of fall back into this that I noticed lately but over the time I did find um, some practices and some some ways and some things that helped me to uh, create, a, create a healthy relationship to my anger and to learn a way to express my anger and also to transform my anger uh, into passion. So it doesn't become this destructive force, but it actually becomes this inner fire that inspires us and helps us to move forward and uh, and make changes in our life. And I think that is why it's so important to not ignore our anger because our anger is like a sign. It is always here to show us something and to teach us something about ourselves and to make us more aware. And a lot of times uh, with anger, there's always something that needs to be changed or or things that we need to communicate or needs that are being unmet. And this is something that needs to change. And because it's not changes, we can get frustrated or we can get angry. And that anger isn't a sign of something is going wrong, but it is actually a sign, okay, um, I need to listen right now. I need to listen out to what's happening within me and what is currently occurring in my life, because something needs to change. And it can also be that, of course, that we're angry at um, people. So we're not just angry and frustrated because of certain circumstances in our life, but we have a specific anger towards a person. And this can be someone that is currently in our life, or someone that we're still mad and angry of and that has hurt us in the past. And also holding on to anger in our current relationships can really damage the relationship. Right? And then we can get these reoccurring patterns of frustration, of anger, or, or even hatred. Right, And we can also, when we get stuck into anger, we can get stuck into blaming. So into blaming that person, uh, and, or blaming certain circumstances in our life. And actually, being in this blaming energy prevents us from moving forward. And what I always always say is that beneath anger, there is sadness, right? There is hurt. Behind hate, there is always hurt. And when we allow ourselves to express that anger, those judgments, those, that hatred, we allow ourselves to sink into those deeper feelings of hurt and sadness that we're otherwise not able to access and to feel Because staying in that anger prevents us from feeling it. And doing emotional work around our anger doesn't mean um, that we are just going to sit with our anger and stay in it. I also had um, a very good conversation about anger with Robin Lee and this episode will also be posted next week. Uh, So if you're really interested in this subject, I would really, really recommend it to watch it as well. But I also want to do a separate episode about this to really dive deep into it and also share uh, a few practices and some things I've done working around my anger that has really helped me on a very deep level. So that's kind of what I wanted to share today. So I always use... um, a specific process. It kind of naturally unfolded for me, um, and I'm now kind of reusing it over and over again, that helped me transform my anger into a greater understanding and inspired action. And this is this process works really well when uh, you're angry at a specific person. But it doesn't always have to be a person. It can also be a group of people or maybe um, some of you've seen injustice in the world done and uh, this can make you really angry you can also use this process with that and it kind of so i will share it right now and it kind of starts with really allowing yourself to express that anger fully And you can do this in different ways. So it's always important to ask yourself, what is for me right now the right way to express this anger that I'm feeling right now? So you can do this exercise through writing. Uh, You can also just close your eyes and kind of go into a meditative state. And uh, visualize and speak it out in your mind. Or you can just say it out loud. Or even stand up and move Uh, while doing it and really also express your anger physically as well and this can also be just punching a pillow or it can maybe be even screaming Uh, really allow yourself to express that anger fully and also allow yourself to speak out all the judgments that you have towards the situation towards that person towards that group it doesn't matter it's not an in this exercise, it's not a time to be politically correct. Leave that for this moment. Because we don't want to express our emotions in a censored way. Because this can really limit the process and limit the flow of things coming up. And this can really block us. So really allow yourself to say everything. So you can say, I hate this about this person. or Even though you also deeply love that person at the same time, that's okay. Um, but at the start of this practice, you really kind of want to be like brutally honest in expressing your emotions, how you really feel. Uh, you can also talk about how that person has hurt you, what how they've wronged you, um, what you don't like about them, what you hate about them. Really allow yourself to be free to express this anger. And like I said, you can also, uh, when it feels right to you in that moment, to move Right. To move, to scream, to punch things, of course, you know, uh, be careful. <laughs> uh, you can just punch a pillow or punch the mattress or whatever. Um, yeah. And just allow yourself s- to fully express that emotion so it can finally be released. Because what we always need to understand and sometimes it can be feel a little bit weird and scary at the start we need to um, remember that these feelings have always been inside us. Right? These these negative emotions like or this better word is uncomfortable emotions like anger and rage and extreme terror, they need to be expressed in order for us um, to really open up and allow that to release because all those emotions are stored in our body. So that's kind of the first phase of the process to really um, express that anger. And the second step is to change your perspective. So in the first part of the process, you were in your own perspective, right? How it made you feel, how it made you angry, how it made you frustrated. And when you feel like you've done it fully, so don't rush that process, first really express it. But when you feel kind of that relief in your body, that relief, like that, ah, oh, like, oh, that this feeling of letting go and I could just now let go of these emotions. Now I want you to jump into this perspective of the person or the thing you were angry of change your perspective. And this can help you get a greater understanding of it. And it helps you to see the bigger picture of it and of what's going on. And it can also help you see something very important. That the reason a lot of times when, when someone has hurt you or has harmed you or has made you feel all this anger and frustration... That wasn't their intention or that you didn't actually do something wrong. It it was more something about them, right? Because a lot of times we can blame ourselves from things happening as well. And to get a greater understanding of it, we can get out of that blaming state. So blaming the other person or blaming ourselves. So seeing it from the other person's perspective can help you get out of that state of anger and blame. So to move forward from that situation. And so really see it from their point of view, from their eyes. And how was it for them? And what we all know um, the saying, hurt people hurt. And of course it's more complex than just that. But that is usually how things are. So also allow yourself to feel their pain or their powerlessness in that situation. And a lot of times it can make us see that they didn't really actually want to hurt us. But they felt powerless in that moment. And for them that was the only way to heal that. Or that's what they've learned uh, from their parents, from their upbringing. Uh, And... They're just repeating that pattern. It's not actually them. It's just them repeating what they've learned in their own childhood. So it's very important to seek understanding. And then when you feel like you understand it, person more, to express compassion. Right? To say, okay, I understand now seeing this from your perspective that you've acted in this way. Right, And it doesn't mean you have to forgive someone because I truly believe that forgiveness cannot be forced and you should never force yourself to forgive but but that forgiveness is a side effect of healing. And um, it's very important to remember that. But what we can do is seek understanding and compassion. And when you feel that need to really forgive someone also allow yourself to do it but know that you don't have to Uh, Only do that when it feels right to you. And when you truly feel ready, it will happen in a more natural way. And then um, the next thing is to see it from your perspective again. So you stepped into their perspective. And now it's time to get back into your perspective. Um, So, And then it's also time to seek understanding and compassion for yourself. Because maybe you haven't responded in the right way or haven't reacted to the person in the right way. Or maybe you didn't set boundaries. You didn't speak up and you didn't stand up for yourself. And now is the time to understand why you did that. Or um, understand why you stayed in a very destructive relationship for a long time. Um because I think it's also really important, after we stepped into the perspective of that other person, to also really feel that same, feel that understanding and that compassion towards ourselves. Uh, so to also release release that self blame, or the feeling of being a victim, and feeling powerless. Because when we've been in an abusive relationship with a partner or. Uh, with one of our family members, we can really feel powerless to them. And this um, is actually something that keeps up the abuse for a longer period of time. And when we can see this and also see why we've done this, and not see it in a way, like I said, with blaming, but seeing yourself with compassion, oh, that is why I did it, because I didn't know how to stand up for myself before. Or I wasn't aware of it. Or um, I was still so young and I didn't know any better. Or that was the only way I saw um, relationships play out in my own childhood. Through my own parents. And that's why I continued that later on in my life. And it can be in so many different ways. So really seek that understanding. Like understanding yourself more. And really uh, giving you that validation and that love that you actually needed in that moment. And that can be really healing of itself. And then what you can ask yourself is, what can I do differently next time? Or what does this make me realize that I can do now in my life? I always truly believe in action. And that action is something really powerful. And especially when it comes to anger, which I mentioned in the beginning of the episode as well, that a lot of times anger is a signal that we need to change something in our lives, right? So when we work with anger and we gain that deeper understanding of our own anger and see ourselves with compassion, we can get out of this state of powerlessness. And the most empowering thing uh, is to take action from that place of empowerment. So maybe you never speak up. Right, that was something you found really difficult to do. So then you can say, "Oh, how can I speak up more in my life? Or in what situations am I now not speaking up in my life when I actually can?" And maybe it can then be something small in work when you feel something about a situation and you're getting this insight and then you're not speaking up. You're not saying anything. Or when a friend says something to you and you don't like what they're saying, you don't say say to them, oh, I really don't like it that you said that about me or that you acted in that way. And a lot of times, it is a pattern. So um, different things we do, it it kind of reflects back in different aspects of our lives. So that's why it's always um, important to start with a small step, right? Because sometimes when we want to take action and it's important to us, it's best to always start with a small action step. Because the smaller the action step, the higher the likelihood that we're actually going to do it, right? So uh, instead of saying, from now on, I'm going to speak up uh, every single time in every relationship, um, in my friendship, at work, all the time. Okay, from this perspective, where my life currently is, who is the first person I could speak up to? or communicate my needs with for example and then just write that down and before thinking about everything you need to change in your life or everything you need to do differently which can be really really overwhelming just start really simple with this one small action step and what this actually does it creates momentum it because it starts to m- momentum. And when you've done that first action step, you can get on to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And then we can keep that momentum going. And then we'll kind of get what we call the snowball effect. So it's winter now here in Holland. And um, maybe not every one of you <laughs> experience snow. But, uh, but I always remind when you make like a little sn- ball of snow... And then you roll it into a snow, it naturally gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It kind of grows exponentially. And I feel like it's the same with action and empowerment. But it starts always starts kind of with a little snowball. It starts with a small action step and that small action step will start a momentum. And what's also true when we heal something, so when we allow ourselves to express these emotions, when we give ourselves the compassion that we actually needed in that moment, there, that wound within us that prevented us from acting in a way that's in alignment, so acting in a way that is aligned with our highest needs and also our physical and emotional needs, Will start to happen more naturally, because that wound was um, that wounding and that old pattern uh, connected with those old belief systems were preventing us from acting in a way that's healthy and loving to us, so that's why I always feel like healing work is so powerful, and then we're actually allowed to take the actions that we couldn't do before. But why I always emphasize action so much, because action is really powerful and it really creates a lot of change really fast and it empowers us. Really, it empowers us to take action. So I just gave you um, just a simple process. But what is always important when it comes to healing is to follow your intuition so I just gave you like a tool, something you can do, something you can use. But what I think is most powerful is to connect to yourself, right? Um, connect to your own needs. And you can ask yourself, how does this emotion want to be expressed? And I always believe in the power of setting intention. So when, when we want to heal something, when we want to resolve something, what I always do first is set the intention, right? I now want to release my anger or I want to find a way to heal this wound when we become aware of something, for example. And that's the way my healing process always starts. And then it's important to trust ourselves, right? To trust ourselves that we will find the answers that we need and that we are supported within our healing process. Right? And a lot of times, uh, healing isn't just doing a process like this. It can also sometimes be taking, for me, taking a bath or watching a movie at the right time, you know, a movie that helps me process those emotions. And then during the movie, I allow myself to cry or to really feel uh, all the emotions strongly that come up. So if you're listening to this episode today, And you want to transform your anger, for example, into passion, into love. uh, What I really recommend you to do is to set the intention first. And then trust yourself and ask yourself what is the best way for you to do this. And of course you can use this process and it hopes that it will really help you. If you have any questions or it has inspired you, always feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Sanaham, or Sana Heart, my page. Um, and you can also uh, connect to me on Instagram as well. And I also just created, which I'm really happy with and excited about, the Pivot of Change Facebook group. So if you're really enjoying the episodes, feel free to join the community. Uh, I'm really happy about it. And I really feel that it's the next step for me in the episode. Uh, And this is just a a group where we like-minded individuals can connect and where we together can share what has helped us on our journey. And yeah, to know that we're not alone in this process and in this journey. And there's so many people going through the same things as you. And I hope that it will really help you. So please join the group. And I also have fun days where I share extra content, um, and soon I will also be doing more like live workshops and a lot more is coming up. So just go to Facebook and go to the Pivot of Change uh, Facebook group and feel free to join the community. And again, I want to thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, I'm wishing you an amazing week and sending you lots of love. And like I said in the episode as well, next week I will be posting the episode with Robin where we'll also go really deep into emotional healing and also into anger so if you're interested in the subject i would really recommend you to watch that episode uh and again thank you so much for listening and um yeah sending you lots of love bye bye <laughs>